You're listening to another episode on the Man of Class podcast. I'm your host, Eric Yusko, founder of Man of Class. This podcast and is the exceptional life strategist helping those men know that there's a lot more to life than just that daily grind. You're back with a new season. It's called Myth of Riches, and this season is dedicated to your wealth journey. Regardless of wherever you are, whether you haven't even started yet, whether you have some money, you just don't know what to go do with it, or you have a whole bunch of tactics, but maybe you're lacking the strategy. This season is going to help you get to where you are now to where you want to go. And so in this specific episode, we've covered um, the precursor to having cash. So in the first couple episodes, we talked about getting you know, different strategies, the nest egg versus the cash flow. And so if you haven't watched those, go back and re-listen to it. But the important thing in this episode is going to be before you can go and get more money, what do you need to go do? What do you need to go tackle? So I'm super excited for you to get into this because this is going to really, really help you advance in your life. So stay tuned. Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. We got another episode, a action-packed episode. Uh, one of the big questions that we get a lot is, that's great. You know, you have money, you want to invest money. That's great and wonderful. But for a lot of people, it's, how do I go and get that first money, right? I, everyone lives to the means of what they're established at. How do you start to create money, right? How do you find that hidden money that maybe you're spending every single month uh, but you just you just don't know where it might be, right? And so that's that's exactly what we're going to get into. Chad has gone through this most recently uh, in finding you know all these investment deals, right? Carving out and and getting ruthless with his costs, you know, per month per month, so that he can find more deals, invest in more, and really grow out his his cash flow uh, kingdom. I'll say. So with that, Chad, go ahead and I mean, just tell us a little bit about your journey so far. Yeah, well, good to have everyone back here. Uh, good to be on the show again. And let, let me do some quick voice straight. Al now, brown cow. Okay, I'm ready. Good. Here we go. So, uh, <laughs> got to cut up a little bit. Um, so, where the journey started. Yeah, I mean, when the, the one thing you can't get more of in this world is time. That is your most precious commodity. It is not money. You can always get more money. Money is abundant. And, and I'll tell you what, as much as our government is printing it right now, it truly is abundant, right? There's no shortage of yeah. dollars and paper dollars, but there is shortage of time. And what you're going to find out, whatever venture it is you're trying to get into, if, if it's something where you're, you know, trying to become an entrepreneurial leader in real estate or in business or, you know, whatever it is, as an, as a, a e-commerce mogul, whatever that is, um, time is going to be your biggest challenge, especially when you've got bills to pay, you've got mouths to feed, you've got kids at home, you've got a wife who wants nice things, right? Um, mm -hmm. And deserves nice things, frankly, right? Absolutely. So you have to figure out, well, how can I maximize my time and keep my income where it needs to be? And, and I mean, net income, not just what's coming in the door. Mm -hmm. So you think you think about it, 
the the typical answer that we as men have and as heads of household and and uh you know leaders in life we're gonna do it all damn it we're gonna do it all right <laughs> so no i'm pretty sure all the dads out there listening no right and, now and i'll tell you those <laughs> no, no balls are gonna drop right and so here's let me tell you how that plays out you know, I've got a little girl at home, one on the way. I've got a beautiful wife who I, you know, somehow married up. Eric can attest to that. Mm -hmm. Much better looking than I am <laughs> and uh, much smarter too. But um, I, I, I launched a real estate company while working as a global supply chain executive. I, I had a job and I had a big job and that job took me around the world, which was pretty cool. It's a story for another day. But, you know, this was not a work eight hours a day job and be done. Right. So when I started this, I was a, because I worked remotely, I was able to figure out, well, I'm, you know, and, and my teams are in Europe and China. So, okay, I'll just work from like 5 a.m. to noon or one and then flip over and work on my real estate company on U.S. time. Right. That, that worked pretty well for a while. Well, that works when things are, are smooth and steady state. Well, guess what happens when something become became turmoil, right? You know, when, when a pandemic hits or, or when any sort of uncertainty at work hits or increased travel or increased projects, whatever happens, you know, the, the, the effort you need to spend on both of those ebbs and flows. I'll tell you what happened. It just meant I was working earlier and I was working later. And guess what suffered? My time that I could you know, stop spending with my family. And, and it, it's unfortunate, but you, you, you spend, you know, we spend our time as men trying to make the rest of the world happy and give our time and our, you know, to, to the things that seem the most important because they're demanding the hardest, right? They're, they're pulling and yelling the loudest. And then, you know, the things that are really important to you get sidetracked, right? So that, that's the typical way. And that's like, okay, hey, I'm building a business. I need my income, right? Because I'm supporting a family and trying to, you know, do whatever with that. And then you, you bleed your, your, your time with your family. Right. So that's the first problem. And it's, and it's interesting that, that you, that you go there because you're right. So many dads, so many guys do that, right? I, I need to, I need to get it all done. I need to figure out how I'm going to go do it. And you're right. When you, when you have multiple balls going, right? Let's say that you have a side hustle. Let's say you have a, a nine to five. Let's say you have maybe two, you know, two jobs and a side hustle and a wife and a, you got all these different things, everything you can find sort of a good path when it's you're, you know, it, Chad exactly just said that when everything is, is imperfect, right? In an ideal day, you can have everything that works, but when you realize that everything ebbs and flows, shit really hits the fan when you have two things that are super important that, you know, both ebb at the same time or both flow. And right. all of a sudden you can't, you know, your ideal day of like, I've got, you know, X amount of hours here. I got X amount of hours here. All of a sudden that just goes completely out the window. Right. And so it's thinking, you know, again, what got you here won't get you there. So, you know, tell us, Chad, how you started to, to get from that point where I'm sure a lot of guys are into starting to get that time back, right? Starting yeah. to prioritize and really, you know, build out the ideal day that allows for that ebbs and flows so that you don't, you're not minute by minute booked. And then by the, yeah. you know, you're not going to bed until 4am and have to get back up at 6am to start your day all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is kind of part two of that story. And then we'll talk, then we'll actually get into getting scrappy with expenses, right? <clears throat> so part two of that story is, okay, well, right now I have to do it all because I need the income, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. How do I make it all happen and make sure that I am spending my time on the highest and best use for me, right? First thing is, and I'm going to quote two books here. <clears throat> One of them is, is Who, Not How. I forget the author, but it, it's, it's the whole premise is not how can I, me, Chad Sutton, get all this done. It's mm-hmm. how, or, or sorry, not how can I get it done. It's who can help me get this stuff done. And, and usually yeah. that means outsourcing certain parts of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean email and calendar. That is part of it, right? <laughs> you know, as yeah. much as that pains some of you to hear. And I'm, by the way, full disclosure, I'm not an expert on this yet. I'm working on that part. The other is the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss, right? And, mm-hmm. and I'm not truly saying you're only going to work four hours a week, but just walk with me here. Step one is, you know, for me, I found a way to work away from the central office. If you are in an office, like we as Americans have created this acceptance that I have agreed to go into an office and shuffle paper and drink coffee from nine to five or more, more, right? That is just the American mm-hmm. way. And I'm going to yep, tell eight, you- 10, 12 hours a day. Right, more than that. And I'm going to tell you, and Eric knows this about me, I started working remotely <clears throat> when my wife took a, posi- a position out of state and I didn't want to leave the current job I was in. And they allowed me to do that because I had been there a little while and I, w- I had become, at least in the moment, harder to replace, right? And so- once, once that has happened, I mean, you're probably not going to get this arrangement if you've been with the company a month. You might, I don't know, but it's all about making yourself, you know, irreplaceable as much as can be. But when that happened, I noticed something. Now, now the first problem was my wife was in residency, so I still found a way to, I used Parkinson's law took effect. Parkinson's law is you will fill the available space given for a given task. If you get three months to, do, to write a paper, you're going to take three months to write a paper. If you get a week, it's going to be some of your best work, but it's going to be done in a week, right? If you're truly a getter dunner. So I found that I was still filling, you know, 10, 12 hour days in a home office, but I also discovered I was getting three times as much done, you know, because I wasn't in the office shuffling papers, drinking coffee, shooting the bull with everyone who came by my cubicle, right? Yeah. Getting pulled into unnecessary meetings, you know, all that kind of, all the side conversations. Boundaries. Boundaries, right? <clears throat> so that... Step one of this whole thing is if you can figure out how to get a flex work arrangement where you work at least part time at a home office, which is surprise, it's very commonly accepted now, you know, thanks to the pandemic. I was going to say the the whole pandemic has really shifted, Mm -hmm. shifted that, right? There was, again, a very old belief where it was like ass and chairs, you know, was the thing that was most, um, most appreciated, right? The guy that stayed late until Right. You know, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. or whatever. Oh, you know, Bob's working real hard. Bob could be picking his nose for, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. Doesn't mean he's actually like delivering results. You know, if you can deliver results in a lot shorter of a time, you know, now all of a sudden you again can start opening up some of that, some of that time back. So, yeah. 100%. So that, that's kind of part one. And then, you know, what the four hour work week teaches you that that book that I mentioned is, Start auditing your time and think about what do I spend most of my that 10 to 12 hour day doing? You know, for me, it was checking unnecessary email that came in in gobs. It was sitting on meetings about talking about planning meetings, you know, and, and you know, that, that, that typical corporate BS. The perpetual <laughs> meeting machine. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And so think about maybe you're in sales. Like, like what are what are your top two clients that make up 80% of your, your revenue? Like think about the, the Pareto's law. 
20% of the effort is going to deliver you 80% of the results. This, and it might even be 595 or 9010. The point is, most of what you spend your time doing is giving you the smallest little piece of your results, right? Mm-hmm. Start to audit yourself and think about what key clients, what key projects, what, what core internal people, if you're in a matrix organization, right? Who are my primary relationships and, and what are my primary projects that I need to work on that take me, you know, 10 to 20% of the time that are going to give me 80 to 100% of the, or 80 to 90% of the results, right? And guess what? All of a sudden, you're going to look down and you're going to be only needing to truly work three, maybe four hours a day. Okay. If you if you truly respect this and go after it, well, now, like, if you look back at your entrepreneurial venture, he who is at it, you know, I'll say most intensely, right? If you're only giving your your business one hour a day, someone else is going to beat you because there's someone else out there who's doing it full time or near full time. But then if you can do the same thing on your business, right? And actually focus on what are the key revenue generating activities that I need to be doing today? Like, And I don't mean 10. What are the top two or three things in that day that you need to accomplish to feel successful and I don't mean just checking things off a list successful. I mean, like move the needle successful. What phone calls do you need to make that are going to take you to the next level? You know, think about that and make sure those things get done. And then you're going to find yourself working eight hour day tops, accomplishing twice as much as most people in this country. Yeah. And, and what you're in, what you're saying can be true for whether you, you have a side hustle or whether you are working full time and you're just again looking for more money so that you can start yeah. your investing journey, right? If if you don't have a strong why, all of this stuff is just going to go right over your head. It'll be great, you know, idealistic philosophy type thing. But when you start getting crystal clear on like what's your end game, right? If your end game is to get enough, you know, financial stability where you don't have to go to the office or whether you don't have to do a job or whether you just want to, you know, have your own business or whether, you know, d- define what your why is, because if, until you get clear, all this other stuff that you, Chad's dropping tons of golden nuggets, by the way, but you have to get, you know, the precursor, right? The, the preface is you got to have a strong why, right? Chad only did a lot of what he was doing because he had that strong why he had a deeper purpose, right? You know, he, he took the time to, to do the inner work, to figure out what that was so that when it started getting into setting boundaries and starting to be more efficient, setting, right. You know, auditing the time, all that stuff, there was a reason why. And it wasn't just, well, I'm doing this because, you know, I just want to whatever. Right. And some of that simplest of stuff can really go longest way. I mean, you know, again, I want to harp on what Chad said there with, you know, let's say that you have a, a business that you're starting, right? Or something that you want to go do, right? Maybe you're in sales for a company. What is the, you know, if you strip away all the distractions and you get truly um, clear on essentialism, what is the number one thing, number two or number three, that's going to get you more revenue? Because again, most of the time when people say, yeah, time's not my problem, money is, what is a way that today you could get more money? What skill, what service, what work could you do, right? What what trade maybe you can do? You know, maybe it's laying hardwood floors. Maybe it's something else, right? Figure out what that is. You can turn that into getting an extra $500. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. getting an extra thousand dollars. If you've got an extra thousand dollars, now all of a sudden, maybe you can pay somebody to clean the house, right? So now all of a sudden, eight hours, let's say, of cleaning is done by somebody else. You can start to, you're thinking through things differently. Instead of thinking through the traditional lens of, I have to get it all done, who can get it all done? And if it's money is the, is the, my restriction or my limiting belief, what can I do today that can get me cash in my pocket? That is the thing right there. And that, that is, that's gold. And you know what, as we speak, you know, the, 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 the ladies that I hired to keep our home clean, you know, bi-weekly we're here doing just that because, yep. and so, so what Eric's saying here is think about what little amount of money, and this doesn't have to be big investments, hiring staff. This is like a small thing. This costs me 80 bucks every two weeks, right? You know, but think about where you can, you know, spend a little money, but regain tremendous time. And, and that time that you can now spend doing something that increases your revenue, right? Because then then the expense is an investment, you know? And, and that's a, and that's a really interesting point. So don't, don't gloss over what Chad just said. When you free your time up, it has to come with the, I'm going to use that time mm-hmm. to go double down and get more money or go figure out what my next investment is or whatever that is going to be. Right. If you just, if you free up time just for the sake of freeing up time, it's well, congratulations, <laughs> but right now all of a sudden you're going to be out now you're going to be out more money and you're going to say, wow, Chad and Eric are really stupid because I did exactly what they said and I didn't get any results. Like there's, you know, that implication is when you go and replace something that you don't want to go do, it's at the, you know, you already, that's why you have to start with the money in mind, right? What can I do today to get me more cash? If I get that cash and I put that into time, you already know that answer. Well then double down on that, right? Mm -hmm. If it's maybe mowing lawns in the summertime, right? You've got a mower and maybe you want to go cut some yards, right? If you cut one yard and get enough money to maybe cover something, go go cut two lawns, right? Now you've got a little yeah. bit more time when you know you can cut those lawns and say, now I've freed up some time. Now I can start stashing away part of my money into you know increasing my overall profit, if you will, for the household every month. Yeah. Once you increase your profit, now you can start saying, how am I going to invest? Yeah. Now the stuff that Chad and I were talking about as far as you know net worth and cash flow. Now, all of a sudden, you can start getting into that game. But right mm-hmm. now, we're talking about that barrier of entry of you're locked tight because what you make and your spending, you know, and time piece of it can be can feel like a gridlock system where you're stuck. You haven't, you know, you're powerless. You don't have a choice. You don't really know where to go do. And that's the purpose. One of the main purposes of this series is how is it that we can get you from feeling like it's, you're in a gridlock, you know, New York City you know, rush hour traffic just gridlocked to starting to make different decisions that are going to start snowballing into the life that you really want. So now all of a sudden you can live with purpose because again, you're spending the time on the things that you actually want to go do instead of feeling like you have to go do the things because of X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And one thing I want to poke on here and then we'll get into being scrappy with expenses is the more you, I mean, most of you are doing this because you care about your time. And one of these days you want to have enough income that you're not trading your time for so that you can go do the things you want to do. Like maybe, maybe that's hike the Alps and you know, hike the Swiss Alps. I don't know, whatever it is. Maybe it's just go spend time with your wife on a lake, whatever it is, golf course. Mm-hmm. 
the point is, the more you do this, the more you reinvest in yourself, create more time and use that time to increase your income, that spread between your income and your expenses is going to grow tremendously. Assume you do this for 10 years, okay? Say five years even. You, you live you live differently than everyone else in this country for five years by doing by practicing this. You're going to look down and you're going to have a tremendous gap between your income and your expenses. And you're still, you, you were, this is what wealthy people do. You will still reinvest your free time into revenue generating activities, but it will take you less and less time to do it. And all of a sudden you're also going to have that, that, that gap between income and expenses. That is time. Okay. The, the more, the bigger that gap gets, the more time you will have the more things in your life will be automated and the more you can reinvest a little bit of your time, reinvest a little bit of your expenses and grow that, that gap. And one day you will look down and have an abundance of time as well. So think of it that way. And, and, and so I think what we'll do is since we're coming up on, um, I, there's so many things that I want to keep going with on this. Let's, let's take the scrappy expenses. We'll shift that to the next episode. Because so we're renaming this one to uh, maybe time scrappy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one's gonna. Yeah, this one's gonna be around the time because you know. Again, I, I like to play things out through scenarios, mm-hmm. and so you know, Chad was talking about you know working from home and, and trying to you know really double it down on your time. Let's say that you have to be in the office eight hours a day, right? Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all the time. He's like, you know, you've got twenty four hours in a day. How is it that you're gonna go spend them? Right, eight hours a day you know, cause you have to be at the office. Okay, great. You know, you got a, an hour commute, mazel tov, right? You want to be, yep. you know, spend time with family, right? You start having all that stuff. What you'll find is in a 24 hour a day, even with eight hours of sleep and everything else, there are a set, you know, two to four hours. And sometimes depending on how you slice, it could be six hours that you've got in a day, right? You already have those times and you'll know that, right? As you start going through an auditing process of your time. That, that is gold. It's just, we're going to keep talking about this. One of my business coaches, you know, and you and I've talked about this a lot, Eric, as well, is that time audit. And so you have to, you you start, you go through your entire day from when you wake up to when you go to sleep and back around, look at the 24 hour period, even track your sleep time and say, okay, Mm -hmm. categorize everything. One is gold time. That is what feeds your soul. That's time with your family. That is time hiking a mountain, like whatever, working out, whatever you consider feeding your soul, right? Gold time. Soul time, I love that. Soul time. Gold time is soul time. Then you have high green time. And that is your your highest and best use of your time that makes you the most money, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have your low green time. And it's kind of hard to discern between these two, you know, but the low green time are like things you have to do. These are usually outsourceable, but they're things that you have to do. They still are required for you to, to make income, but they're not the best use of your time. So these you should consider outsourcing, right? Yeah. But you may not be able to yet. So, so log them. And then you have brown time and, and you need to understand the pie chart that is your, your spending of the gold, high green, low green, and brown time. Brown time is flipping on Facebook, mindlessly watching Netflix, you know, things like that. And I'll let you choose where you put sleep. I, I choose, I put sleep in gold time because sleep is rejuvenation, right? But you really want to look at what your balance is there and figure out how much time am I truly spending on green and gold time, you know, high green and gold time. 
And if you see an excessive, not like I'm, I'm talking more than 5% brown time, you need to make some adjustments because you just found time that you can be using to increase your revenue or increase your gold time, you know? And again, right, this, this whole concept around the time and associating with gold, brown, in you know, feel free, you use your own terminology, however you want to go do it. You know, it, it may be non-negotiables, negotiables, and waste time, right? You can, you can slice and dice however you want to go do it. But again, this only works, right? This is a tactic. You still have to have the strategy, right? Tactics only work when they're attached to a strategy. You can have the best tactics. You can have the best morning routines and, and read and have all this wonderful knowledge. But if you don't have an overall strategy on where it is, and a strategy is basically where is it that you're trying to go, all of these tactics are worthless, right? The investing, the time, the energy, the everything else that, that, we, can, that we can go through is all worthless to you. It won't give you the results unless you have a strategy. And that strategy is gold because the strategy is going to help. So when Chad was talking about brown time, right, that strategy is going to be, now I have this, what do I want to go do with that differently? Based on my strategy, I want to go cut some more lawns. Maybe it's, it's go drive, you know, an extra hour for Lyft or for Uber, right? Whatever it is, right? Whatever your, your midterm, like wherever that you're trying to go from and to, you got to have a strategy there. And that's, and it's a trivial thing, but it's, it's a necessary step so that when you start getting these tactics, it starts all coming together. It's no mystery when you start seeing successful people and you start noticing all these trends and you're like, wait a second, they're all kind of doing the similar type stuff. But the only way that they've made, they've been able to get it to actually stick is because when you start asking them what their purpose is or what their vision or what their strategy is, it comes, you know, it comes from something and i.e. look at your goal time because that goal time of what lights your soul up is really your, your, your purpose, right? So that's the foundation of what you're going to wrap your strategy around to allow you to go forward. Is that making sense, Chad, or am I just – sometimes I get on these little rants where they, they just like pie in the sky and I – I lose people. So no, it was making perfect sense, but I went to click my, click my mute button and I hit my windows button. So sorry about that. <laughs> ah, I got you. But uh, no, I think we, I think we've really hit this one pretty heavily, you know? So I think, you know, we really should shift the scrappiness with expenses and call this one scrappiness with time. And uh, you know, the thing I want to leave you guys with is, you know, here I go dropping my, my nugget at the end, right? This is it. It's, it's yeah. Chad's golden nugget time. So time is the one thing in this world that you can't get more of, right? So the first thing you have to do when you're talking about increasing your revenue or increasing your quality of life, whatever it is, it's audit your time. You know, make sure that you're spending your time in the highest and best use possible. Balance your time, you know, because I promise you, people think success is a pie chart that says 100% of, of hard work. It's not. It's a pie chart that is evenly balanced. And, and, you know, Eric has something in the ELI that can help you with this, mm -hmm. but you have to balance your, your, your family time. You have to balance your quality of finances. You have to balance your health, like all these things and, and then hard work. All these things have to be in balance for you to truly achieve what it is that you want to achieve. So spend, don't, don't gloss over this. Spend time auditing your time and I promise it will pay you dividends. And, and, I, you know, a hundred percent, 200% on what Chad just said, 
I think there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of, I would go back and re-listen to this episode, to be honest, because there's, there's a lot of things that the way Chad said them, the way that I've said them is probably the first time that we've actually explicitly said it in that way. It may be the first time you're ever hearing it. It may be the 50th time that you've heard it, but there's, there's something, every time that you re-listen to this, you'll get something different. And that something different is that next step on your journey that is necessary in order to get you to where you want to get to. So uh, thanks for, thanks for tuning in with us again. And um, we'll, we'll call it a wrap for, for this episode and we'll see you in the next episode. And the next episode is going to be with scrappy with your expenses. We start with time. Once you carve out some time, now let's start hitting those expenses. So take care guys. Did you know that 8 out of 10 men are living a life that they wish was better? I believe living an exceptional life means unlearning everything that we've been taught and dropping the shoulds immediately. Which is why I created a brand new ebook titled Coaching Secrets, How to Break Out of Ordinary and Live an Exceptional Life. I want to show you the mindsets, strategy, and tactics you need to live the life you were meant to be so that you can step into the vision that you have for yourself, but maybe haven't taken action. And the best part about it, it's yours absolutely free. To get your copy, head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets, and you can start living that life right now.